Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Miami, the Padres 10 and the Marlins 1. As the Padres take the rubber game of this three-game series against the Marlins. Final totals here today for San Diego, 10 runs, 11 hits, and one error. And for Miami, one run, four hits, and no errors. Padres with the win, improved to 26-30. and 30. Miami with the defeat drops to 29-28. and 28. The Padres go 5-4 and four on this nine-game road trip to Washington. Washington, New York, and Miami. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside our San Diego studios. Great to have you with us on this early Thursday afternoon. We are taking you up until 2 p.m. when we'll hand things over to Chris Ello and Matt Scraby. They'll have you from 2 to 6 here on 97.3 The Fan. But until then, a lot to recap and break down from this game. We'll have our highlights game recap coming up in just a little bit. We'll also go back to Miami, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin, potentially some audio from the clubhouse coming as well give out our daily awards full out-of-town scoreboard and much more to come but all in all a great day for the Padres highlighted by a seven-run sixth inning offensively the Padres did a lot of good things in this game two runs in the fourth inning one in the fifth inning seven in the sixth inning the other big story Joe Musgrove who was terrific in this ball game six innings no earned runs given up the lone uh, run he gave up was unearned. Three hits total for Joe. Three walks, three strikeouts. He was really, uh, really impressive in this game here today. Drew Carlton, two scoreless innings out of the bullpen. Tom Cosgrove, a scoreless ninth inning as well. Before we go to break, just to run down the offense for the Padres here today. This is how it went. Hassan Kim, one for four, two runs scored, a double. Fernando Tatis Jr. had three doubles in this game, four RBIs total, two runs scored. Juan Soto, a rare 0 for 3 for him. Xander Bogarts, 1 for 4 with a run scored, uh, no RBIs for Bogarts. Brandon Dixon had a big day, 2 for 4, two RBIs. Jake Cronenworth had an RBI hit in this game. He was 1 for 4. Gary Sanchez hits another home run, his second in as many days. Already in his very brief Padre career, he has two home runs and four RBIs. He has been an immediate impact on this lineup. So good stuff from Gary Sanchez. Two for four today. Jose Azokar, one for four. Austin Nola uh, did not get a base hit. Did score a run in this game, though. And the Padres, again, cruised to a 10-1 to win. They did a lot of good things in this ball game here today, both offensively and on the pitching side as well. A lot to do on our postgame show. Again, we'll go back to Miami, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. And when we come back, Back. We'll recap it, play back the highlights in this one. And coming up later, we have plenty of time again. Uh, I'm taking you up until 2 p.m. Phone number 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call. We'll take your phone calls later as well. Much more to do on our post-game show. Again, the final Padres 10, Marlins 1. We continue after this on the Padres Radio Network.
Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Miami, the Padres 10 and the Marlins 1. As the Padres win this rubber game of a three-game series in Miami, again, the final totals for San Diego, 10 runs, 11 hits, 1 error. For Miami, 1 run, 4 hits, and no errors. Padres improve to 26-30. and 30. Miami drops to 29-28. and 28. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame show from inside our San Diego studios. Great to have you with us on this Thursday afternoon. Noon. We'll go back to Miami, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a little bit, so stay tuned for that. We also have a lot more to do, including giving out our daily awards, and we'll take your phone calls coming up in a little bit, 833-288-0973. The phone number, again, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call, we'll get to those coming up a little bit later. And of course, you can always communicate with me on social media. You can tweet at us at 97.3 The Fan. SD or on my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S A M M Y L E V. You can also send me a message on Instagram, Sammy Lev, there as well, S A M M Y L E V. Let me know your thoughts about this win for the Padres here today, this road trip as a whole. Padres going five and four on this nine game road trip to Washington, New York, and Miami. And if you have a good thought to share, might just read it on the air. A lot to break down from an offensive outburst for the Padres here today. Let's begin with our game highlights. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. Our starting pitching matchup, Joe Musgrove against Jesus Lazardo. Lazardo was cruising early on. Nine up, nine down. He struck out five batters in his first trip through the lineup. Joe Musgrove tossed two scoreless innings to begin his day. In the bottom of the third, Musgrove walked Jonathan Davis to start the frame. Davis stole second, went to third base on the throw from Austin Nola as it went into center. Joey Wendell Walk to put runners on first and third with nobody out. Luisa Rise drove Davis in with a sack fly. Marlins had a one to nothing lead. That was all the Marlins got in the inning. Padres, though, answered quickly. Hassan Kim led off the inning with a double. Kim stole third base. Fernando Tatis Jr. was next. Infield in for the fish against Tatis, and Fernando lines one to right center field. That'll do. Sanchez not going to get there, and it hops over the fence for a rule book double. Probably would have been three for Fernando, but he'll take the RBI two-base hit. And back-to-back doubles here in the fourth inning. Padres have tied it one-to-one. Juan Soto was hit by a pitch. Tatis and Soto went to second and third base on a ground out from Xander Bogarts. Musgrove tossed a scoreless bottom half of the fourth inning. I should mention the uh, Padres did take the lead in that top of the fourth inning. It was Brandon Dixon with a sack fly to make it 2-1. to one. So then Joe Musgrove tossed a scoreless bottom half of the fourth inning with the Padres leading 2-1. to one. In the top of the fifth inning, one of the newest Padres, Gary Sanchez, led off. Here's a 3-2. Sanchez hits it in the air to left field. De La Cruz is back. He's at the wall. Gary did it again. Second consecutive game with a home run for Gary Sanchez. He now has more home runs this year than any other Padre catcher. And the pods add on 3-1 to one here in the fifth. Padres still led 3-1 to one going to the bottom half of the fifth inning. Musgrove pitched a scoreless fifth inning. He had not allowed a hit through five. We went to the top of the sixth inning. There were runners on second and third base with one out for Brandon Dixon against Marlins reliever Matt Barnes. Long pause now. The pitch, and that's lined into center field. A base hit. Tatis again started back. Now he'll come home and score. Davis's throw cut off behind the mound. And an RBI single for Brandon Dixon, who has driven in two. And the Padres lead it 4-1. to one. Jake Cronenworth was next. And Cronenworth breaks his bat, grounds it up the middle. That'll go into center field and a base hit. Fogarts comes in to score. Dixon on his way to third. And Jake's first hit of the series, an RBI single to make it 5-1 here in the sixth. Padres were far from done. Gary Sanchez kept it rolling. And Sanchez hits it on the ground up the middle into center field and a base hit. Dixon has scored. Cronenworth's on his way. He will score. A two-run single for Gary Sanchez, who has had quite a series in Miami. And the Padres open it up 7-1 here in the sixth. Padres would load the bases against Barnes. Ryan, uh, or should say Brian Hoeing, entered to replace Barnes. He faced Fernando Tatis Jr. with the bases loaded. Hoeing set the pitch. And Fernando hammers it down the left field line. That's a fair ball going all the way to the corner. Sanchez has scored. 
Nola has scored. On his way, Hassan Kim, he will score. Fernando standing at second with a three-run double, and the Padres have broken it wide open, 10-1 here in the sixth. And then it was easy sailing for the Padres. Again, Joe Musgrove went six innings, no earned runs given up, just one unearned run allowed, three hits. He walked three and struck out three. Drew Carlton, great work out of the bullpen, two scoreless innings. Tom Cosgrove, a scoreless ninth inning as well as he retired the Marlins in order. One, two, three. The Padres went six for 14 in this game with runners in scoring position. So that was really good to see as well. And again, the final score, the Padres 10 and the Marlins one as the Padres take two of three in Miami. We'll step aside here in our post-game show on the Padres Radio Network. When we come back, we'll hear from the skipper, Bob Melvin. We'll go back to Miami, hear from him. Might have some additional audio coming from the clubhouse as well from players. So stay tuned for that, and we'll take your phone calls. All that good stuff coming up as well. Again, Sam Levitt here on our post-game show on the Padres Radio Network. We're taking you up until 2 p.m. until we get to Gwyn and Chris. Much more to get to on our post-game coverage after this on the Padres Radio Network ebay motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease fresh installs and a whole lot of love you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own look to your left look to your right it's official no one's got a ride like this there's nothing else that sounds like feels like or looks like the set of wheels in your garage with over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the final score in Miami today, the Padres 10 and the Marlins 1. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Great to have you with us on this Thursday afternoon. We're taking you up until winning Chris. Today it'll be Chris Ello, Matt Scraby with you at 2 p.m. So we have plenty of time here on our postgame show. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin in just a little bit. So stay tuned for that in, in uh, just a little bit. I mean, uh, in a matter of uh, maybe a minute or so here. So uh, stay tuned for that. Again, the final totals for San Diego, 10 runs, 11 hits, one error. For Miami, one run, four hits, and no errors. Padres really had a beautiful offensive day. Hits up and down the lineup. Hassan Kim had a base hit in this game, a double, scored two runs. Fernando Tatis Jr. had three doubles in this game, a team-high four RBIs. Gary Sanchez had a home run, a two-run single in this game. He continues his great work so far in a Padre uniform. Brandon Dixon had two hits, an RBI, played it a run on a sack fly. Jake Cronenworth, an RBI base hit. The list goes on and on. And altogether, the Padres were 6-for-16 six on Tuesday with runners in scoring position. They were 6-for-14 here on Thursday. So, look, if you want to forget about the game yesterday, which, of course, you don't because the game counts just as much as it did today, but... Really outside of the game yesterday, Padres had a really good offensive series in Miami, scoring nine runs on Tuesday night. That was on a grand total of, of uh, 11 hits. Here today, 10 runs on 11 hits. So uh, great offense both on Tuesday and Thursday, and then sandwiched in between one run on two hits yesterday. But again, all in all, the Padres put together a very, very good offensive game here today, beating Miami by the final score of 10-1. to Let's go back to Lone Depot Park in Miami, hear from... Uh, Padres manager Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Bob, that's something you've been looking for where you start the struggle, get one time through the order and 
get going. How pleased were you with the fourth inning on? Yeah, I, our approach was was great. I mean, that's a pretty good pitcher out there. You know, and we had a certain approach that we stuck to, even though it didn't work for the first three innings today. And then we got some guys on base, and you know, we're moving guys, moving them over, we're getting them in, we're not trying to hit homers, we're just trying to move the line and and put together good at bats and make them work. And you know, it's like I said, pretty good pitcher that started out well. Usually he gets on a roll after he starts out well, and our, our approach was pretty consistent the whole day. What did you like about this trip? It was just five and four, but the offense trended upward. What did you particularly like? That we had some games where we had, you know, what were we six for fourteen runners in scoring position today, but also moving guys over and getting into position where guys were in RBI positions. So sometimes it's not the sexiest thing in the world, but one of the biggest at bats of the game was Bogarts when you know he moves guys over to second and third, and all of a sudden the line we don't have to hit a ball hard. All we got to do is really touch it, put the infield in, and you know ended up kind of snowballing for us. I think with the start you got off to a minute scoring position, there was always going to be some regression to the mean. How much of this is that? How much of it is that shift in kind of at I hope it's a big shift because, you know, the numbers for us have been really bad. And we have guys that have, you know, knocked guys in all year. I mean, their whole career. So you would think, and again, we have to sustain it, um, that once it, the, the, the doors open, hopefully it's a floodgate. The last two starts, Joe's looked, looked like version of himself you yeah. got when he's dominant last season and before what is what have you seen different lately? Uh, I think he's just in sync now you know he just had a tough time at the start with some of the issues that he had to deal with and then stopping and starting and maybe not being having the endurance to go you know deeper in games so last couple times out is what we saw basically you know in big games all last year Gary homering again is this the, the dangerous offense you're anticipating from him yeah, look, we were, we were, you know, he moved around quite a bit, and now I think he, he feels like he's in a good place to be able to produce and, you know, is going to be around for a bit. So, you know, another option potentially is DHing him at times, you know, which today with Cruz got a little hamstring thing going on uh, yesterday running down the line. Um, but he's he has the ability to, you know, obviously drive the ball and, and do, do some good things offensively. We saw it again today. Soto just out because it was a route or CRA? Yeah, he's fine. I just wanted to get him out there. Yeah, he's played a lot this year. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse in Miami following this 10-1 win for the Padres here today. You heard Bob Melvin talk about Gary Sanchez, his performance today. It was great. Another home run, second in as many days for Gary Sanchez. He has two home runs. That's more than Padres catchers combined when you think about Austin Nola and Luis Camposano. Well, it's one more than Nola, but uh, both Brett Sullivan and Austin Nola combined two home runs, and Gary Sanchez has already hit two home runs for the Padres in the span of three games. So the point being, Padres have got quite a bit of production and power from Gary Sanchez already, and that's why the Padres brought him in. So uh, very, very good to see what Gary Sanchez did in this game here today. Padres, by the way, if you want to look at their overall offensive output on this road trip, and we understand it's been a little bit uneven. Good example, one run, Yesterday, 10 runs here today. But on this nine-game road trip, the Padres averaged 5.7 runs per game, a lot higher than where they've been in the previous 40-something games. So look, as a whole offensively, and we said it even yesterday, going into yesterday's game, this team had slowly had slowly started to show some signs of really coming around offensively. And the good news is that they picked up right where they left off here today after yesterday. So you hope yesterday was the anomaly, was uh, just the one-off in in uh, the games here for the Padres offensively. You hope so. And uh, again, 5.7 runs per game on this nine-game road trip. The other thing that really stands out about this road trip, 5-4, and four, okay, You'll take it. Could have been even better. Really, two games stand out. The one yesterday, if Josh Hader secures the save, you'll walk away with a one nothing win. Then you have a 6-3 and three road trip instead of 5-4. and four. In that extra inning game on a Saturday in New York, a very winnable game for the Padres, and they did not win it. So, again, the, the thing that matters is wins and losses. We understand that, but... 
this road trip could have been even better. I mean, if if the Padres get another big hit or two, they execute better a, a couple more times. Instead of a five and four road trip, could have easily been six and three, seven and two. So again, that's a a glass half full, glass half empty ty- uh, kind of thing. Where you know, if you want to look at it, glass half full. Well, it was almost a seven and two road trip. The glass half empty, of course, is uh, well. Uh, yeah, could have been a seven and two road trip, but it was only five and four. So uh, disappointing. Padres couldn't make it even better. But bottom line, nine game trip, five and four, and the Padres will come back to Petco Park for the start of a series tomorrow against the Chicago Cubs. When we come back, we'll go back to Miami. Hear from Joe Musgrove, today's starting pitcher, who was terrific. Joe went six innings, no earned runs allowed in this game. He was really locked in from the opening inning. He uh, showed it uh, here today uh, in a lot of different ways. And really, his second consecutive Really, really impressive start. So hopefully the sign of uh, a run here for Joe Musgrove uh, leading up uh, into the All-Star break and beyond because uh, we know Joe, when he's going right, he can really he can really be effective and he can be a great starting pitcher. So uh, good to see what Joe did in New York on this road trip and what he did to wrap up this road trip today in Miami. We'll hear from Joe Musgrove and we'll continue to break this one down. We'll also start taking your phone calls. Again, we have plenty of time here today. I'm taking you up until 2 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan when we'll hand it over to Gwyn and Chris. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby with you today from 2 to 6. So If you want to talk about this game, talk Padres, call me, 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. Again, the final in Miami, Padres 10, Marlins 1. Our postgame show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the final score, the Padres 10 and the Marlins 1 as the Padres win the rubber game of this three-game series. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Good to have you with us on this Thursday afternoon. Again, the Padres go 5-4 and four on this nine-game trip. San Diego 10 runs, 11 hits, 1 error. Here today, Marlin said one run, four hits, and no errors. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. No doubt our ace pitcher of the game in this one, right-hander Joe Musgrove, who was really, really good in this game here today. Six innings, one unearned run given up, no earned runs allowed, three hits, he walked three, struck out three, 80 pitches total for Joe Musgrove, and the first hit he gave up came in the sixth inning. An infield single, in fact, two of the three hits he allowed were infield base hits, so he was just dominant in this game. Rolling early on, walked a couple in the third, allowed a run on a sack fly, but there was an error in that inning as well, so that's why the run was unearned. But again, Joe Musgrove, after that really nice outing in New York over the weekend, comes to Miami and does a really good job. Six innings of one-run ball, and Joe Musgrove picks up the win as well. He improves two at three and two. Again, phone number to call if you want to get involved. We will start taking your phone calls here in just a little bit, 833-288-0973. Phone number here in our postgame show, 833-288-0973. But let's go back to Miami first and hear some postgame reaction from today's starting pitcher, Joe Musgrove. Yeah, you know, knowing the better you throw, obviously you start to build a little bit more confidence. Um, but delivery-wise, I feel like I'm finally starting to sync things up and getting a little more consistency out of that. It's 
I think mentally freeing me up to be able to go out there and just focus on execution and competing. What was today like getting the support that you got from the offense? I mean, it hasn't been there necessarily for a lot of it, but on the road trip they started to show some Yeah, we, I mean, quick couple innings on both sides of the ball. I think through three innings, scoreless maybe, right? Really quick, like 10 pitch innings on both sides, just get the ball going, which is kind of nice as a starter to get that rhythm going at the start of the game. Um, yeah, and then some big runs in that fourth inning, I believe, and then added a few more, and then the real long one in the fifth. Um, but yeah, I mean, our offense is starting to swing the bat well. We're getting guys on base and driving them in now, um, having good at bats. Um, you know, as a pitcher, especially when I'm feeling as good as I am, you know, having a couple runs of support early in the game is huge. So you like quick innings, so you're pretty pretty angry about those seven. There. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, by the end of it, yeah, I was telling Soto, I said, sorry, thanks for taking one for the team there. Um, I didn't go back and look at the pitch, but it looked like it might have been borderline, maybe off. Um, but, yeah, at that point, I was ready to get back out there. So, so you jumping around, you were being I mean, I could. Yeah. yeah, I went down like two or three different times to throw some weighted balls and move around. Um, and you always anticipate with two outs that, you know, the next guy's going to be the last one. So you're kind of mentally preparing and then a walk, two pitching changes, uh, just a long, long ending there. My complaint is, um, you know, for MLB to look at, you know, the length of those innings, allowing the, the starting pitcher that goes back out there to have a few extra seconds to throw a couple more pitches. You know, I asked for it. They wouldn't give it to me. But um, going into the start of that inning, I felt like I was really rushing those warm-up pitches just to get as many as I could in to get warm and not necessarily – work and delivery or actually executing the pitches, you know, before the inning starts. So a little rocky start to that last inning, but, um, you know, Bogey made a hell of an effort on two of those balls to keep it in play. Um, defense all around the night was really good. I had some hard hit balls that, um, you know, kept the pace of the game flowing. We were able to, to wrangle them in. I know you're locked in in the beginning. Lizardo's pitching well. You're pitching well. You allow a run without a hit. Yeah. It's kind of a little ugly yeah. there. You guys were going down quickly. Like, yeah. did you... Did, were you cognizant of any of that, of how ugly it started? and like? Oh, yeah, damn. I mean, no, looking back, I, mean, I honestly don't even remember how it happened. I know that I think I walked him to get on, threw the ball away at second base on the stolen base. He got the third, and then maybe another walk. Is that how the guy first and third? Um, yeah, first and third with the Raya's up there. Um, I'm glad he hit the first pitch. You know, the, the game plan with him was just to attack him and throw strikes. You know, he's, he controls all parts of the zone, doesn't chase a ton. He puts, he doesn't swing and miss, so I'm not going to waste a bunch of pitches on him. I was trying to just be aggressive in the zone and go with the two pitches that he struggles with the most if he considered it struggling, I guess. Um, but, yeah, luckily hit the fly ball to, to keep it at one, and I was able to manage the rest of the inning. But, yeah. You were pretty fired up after the double play, and I get it. It was almost like though you like you just preserved the no hitter still, or yeah. like it was two to one, not ten yeah. to one. Yeah, I mean at that point with you know the biggest as big a lead as we had, you know I'm giving up one or two runs right there is not the end of the world. But you know I've had such a good outing the rest of the way, and to have those guys get on with some weak contact like that, and I uh, really wanted to finish that outing off with with no earn. So yeah, getting the double play was huge, and then the punch out to end it was was big. I thought I managed really well with runners on today. How did you feel going back out for that sixth inning? Like I said, a little stiff. It was, I mean, it had to be close to a half-hour inning there. Um, I felt fine, just I wish I had a little bit more time to warm up and, and throw a few more warm pitches, but overall pretty good. You were able to be a, a spectator for seven of the games on this trip. The offense yeah. is trending up, even though you guys only went five and four. What what have you seen? What have you thought? Yeah, of- I think we're being a little more aggressive in the zone. Um, you know, early on, and I'm not a hitter, so I'm, this is just talking out of my ass, but um, it's, it had the appearance that we were struggling, so guys were trying to predict what's coming and sitting on pitches. We're taking a lot of good pitches, chasing some bad ones. Um, I feel like everyone's got a good idea of where the zone's at now, and you know, guys come in the zone, we're being aggressive. And I was telling these guys when we had those meetings, like, you know, as a pitcher, it's stressful when guys attack the zone, you know, like as a hitter, if hitters are swinging that stuff you're throwing in the zone, it's hard to set up counts, it's hard to get to your best stuff, you know. So, you know, pitches are there. we got to be more aggressive going after them, and guys are starting to be, you know. They're patience with aggression, I guess, if that makes any sense. That was Joe Musgrove from inside the clubhouse following this outing against the Marlins here today. Six innings, no earned runs, one unearned run allowed for Joe Musgrove. Again, three hits. He walked three, struck out three. And you heard Joe talk about the sixth inning and This is after the Padres, number one, and he said a couple of things that were interesting there about the sixth inning. After the Padres score seven in the top half of the inning, Joe was waiting around a long time. I mean, I don't know what the official 
number was as far as minutes in that inning, in the top of the sixth inning, but it was a really, really long inning. I mean, it could have been 45 minutes. Uh, seven runs scored for the Padres, couple of pitching changes. So Joe had to wait around for a long time, and I thought that was a really interesting point. When you have an inning that long, should Major League Baseball let the, the pitcher come back out and take some more time to warm up, to get loose again. So I I just thought that was a really interesting point. But you heard Joe talk about the double play and the way that inning unfolded. Infield single to Arise, a single given up to Solaire, infield single to Dela Cruz, and just like that, the Marlins had the bases loaded with nobody out. And again, Joe alluded to it, it's not a huge deal in that spot because you have a 10-1 lead at that point in the game. So a couple of runs, if you give them up, no big deal. But Musgrove made a really good play on a comeback or a 1-2-3 double play uh, to get the force out at home plate, then struck out Yuli Goriel to end that inning. And I just thought, you know, seeing Joe fired up after the double play, the way he got out of that inning, it really was very impressive. The way he battled his way out of that final jam. And, you know, you heard him talk about it there, that he, you know, hadn't given up an earned run to that point, was having a really good outing, and he wanted to continue it. He didn't want to have six innings and, you know, three runs, two earned, given up. He wanted uh, six innings, no earned runs given up, and that's what he got here today. And you know what? Uh, even with the outing here today, the ERA is still at 471. And, and part of that has to do with the outing in Mexico City when he gave up seven earned runs in three plus innings and some of the shakier outings he's had uh, in the early part of this year. So you certainly understand it from Joe's perspective. You're trying to get those numbers back down, trying to put together a, a really good outing by the numbers. And he certainly did that here today with the six innings and just one unearned run allowed. And again, that was Joe Musgrove from inside the clubhouse after this game here today. Let's take a wider look at the major leagues, tell you who's gone deep with our home run tally. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. We only have a couple of games that have concluded aside from this one. And in fact, it's a very small schedule around the major leagues today. In fact, after the Padres game, there's one game in progress. Rockies at the Diamondbacks and just three others that will start later today. So not very many games, not many home runs to tell you about. Mark Hanna did hit his fifth home run of the season for the Mets in their 4-2 to two win over the Phillies earlier today. It was also Matt Chapman with his eighth home run and Bo Bichette, his 12th home run in the Blue Jays' 3-1 to one win over the Milwaukee Brewers earlier today. So those are some home runs that were hit today. In the major leagues for the Padres, Gary Sanchez had the lone home run, a solo shot that came in the third inning, and the Padres would really pile on after that or check that for Sanchez. It was in the fourth inning. Padres would really pile on after that, seven runs in the sixth inning en route to a 10-1 win. And that's a look at some of the players that went deep today around the major leagues. When we come back, we'll start taking your phone calls. Phone number 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number to call 833-288-0973. Like I said, I'm taking you up until 2 p.m. When we hand things off to Chris Ello and Matt Scraby, they'll take you from 2 to 6. So we have plenty of time on our post-game show for phone calls today. We'll do that and more when we come back. Again, the final Padres 10, Marlins 1. Our post-game show continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, the Padres 10 and the Marlins 1. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside our San Diego studios as the Padres get a very nice win. Over the Miami Marlins, seven runs in the sixth inning. That was the big highlight in this game. Gary Sanchez also a home run, his second in as many days. Sanchez with two home runs and four RBIs as a Padre through just three games. Joe Musgrove. Was great in this game. Six innings, no earned runs given up. Allowed just one unearned run. Drew Carlton, two scoreless innings of relief. Tom Cosgrove, a scoreless ninth inning. And the Padres win two out of three in Miami. They go five and four on this nine-game road trip. And the Padres improved to 26-30 and 30 on the year with the win. They'll come home tomorrow to begin a homestand and a four-game series against the Chicago Cubs. A lot to do on our post-game coverage still. We'll take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a little bit. We'll also give out some of our daily awards. Still have some more of those to do, but we will uh, take some of your phone calls here because, again, we have plenty of time on our post-game today. I'm taking you up until 2 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan when we hand it over to Chris Ello and Matt Scraby, a four-hour edition today of Gwyn and Chris for you. I'm sure they'll have much more to talk about uh, regarding this game and much more uh, around uh, the world of sports. Big day in the world of sports uh, for Miami as well down in South Florida. The uh, Heat and the uh, Denver Nuggets beginning the NBA Finals today as well. So, a lot to talk about in the world of sports, and uh, we will continue on here in our post-game show on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the phone number is always 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. We have some phone calls on the line, so let's uh, get to some. We begin with Armando calling in from San Marcos. Hi, Armando. Welcome to the post-game show with Sam Levitt. How are you? Hey, Sam. How's it going, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing, um, I'm doing yeah, well. Thank it? you. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, I listened to, uh, to Chris and, and, uh, you know, Scraby and Tony every single day with work. Mm-hmm. At least I try to get to Ben and Woods, but you are by, I mean, I love you on the, on the post and pregame show. You're doing a great job. I really think, uh, I mean, everybody on the station is fantastic, but you do a great job with the pregame and postgame show. Well, th- thank you very much, Armando. I appreciate that very much. I uh, I work hard yeah. and, and try to put out a, a good product every day. So thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Well, you do. You certainly do. I think most of us are, are pleased. Everybody should be. But I, I'm so happy with uh, with with the performance. I mean, I, I'm in and out of my truck all day for work. And I'm, I'm going into um, uh, uh, to, to a home and I'm looking in. It was like the bottom of the third. I get back and it's like the sixth. And I, you know, I'm, I'm hearing nine one. I was like, am I hearing this correctly? Like they're finally coming back. It's nice to see, uh, what were they? The six for 14 with, uh, with risk today. Yeah. They, in scoring position. Yeah. They were six for 14 here today. They were six for 16 on Tuesday. Uh, they didn't have an official at bat with a runner in scoring position last night. So if you want to just forget about last night, yeah, it was a very good series yeah. with uh, runners in scoring position. No doubt. Yeah, I can't wait to actually get – I have it recorded at the house. I just can't wait. I mean, with everything going on with Valley, everything's kind of changed. I'm trying to find the new uh, station. But I can't wait to see uh, how that actually played out on TV. It's, you know, I, I know you've been repeating yourself and drilling it into us. I mean, that's the one thing that they had to focus on. And it, it looks like it's finally coming through. They're able to get it. And Gary Sanchez, I mean, how mm-hmm. unbelievable is that? Yeah, that's filling in that catcher position, and I mean that's fantastic. Yeah, he, dude, I think he's, he's going to do a great job. Yeah, he's been awesome. I mean, you know, look, we'll see how it all develops as you know he plays more and uh, you know and pitchers adjust and things like that. But look, through three games, yeah. two home runs, four RBIs offensively. What more could you ask for? Oh, so uh, you're right, yeah, no. Gary Sanchez, big impact. See, yeah, and I'm glad to see Musgrove coming back too. For mm-hmm. him to be able to like he's he's never finished his spring training, getting hurt and all that, and that bad outing in Mexico city. And, you know, it's, it's nice to see him walk away with this win and, and really feel confident yeah. in his play. Yeah, it sure is. And, uh, yeah. Armando appreciate the call. Thanks for listening. Uh, appreciate you, you calling Absolutely. in and, and tuning in. Um, you know, look, it was a very good day for the Padres. We'll see if they can continue the momentum into tomorrow. That's the name of the game right now for the Padres because, and I'm not trying to pour any cold water on it, but, if you follow this team now through 56 games, you know it's been one step forward, one step back, two steps forward, two steps back. Now we'll see if the Padres can, uh, you know, create some momentum uh, going into the homestand. Very good win here today. Look, if Josh Shader records 
three outs in the ninth inning yesterday, then you're talking about a, a series sweep here today. You're probably feeling a lot better about this road trip as a whole. In Miami, they had two really good offensive games, great offensive games, and then one not good offensive game at all. So you hope, and, and Jesse and Tony alluded to this at the end of the broadcast, you hope that what we saw Tuesday and today, more an indication of what's to come. And this team turning the corner, hopefully yesterday was the anomaly. And look, those things happen. The best teams in baseball will have games like they did yesterday the reason we can't take it as lightly is because of what's happened so far this season. So we'll see. Look, time will tell. It's been one step forward, one step back. Certainly seemed like another good step forward he, uh, forward here today. Uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow against the Cubs. Let's go to Lee, who's calling in from San Diego. Hi, Lee. Hey, Sam. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Um, great win today. It's kind of uh, what I've been expecting from this team. But uh, I think the major problem is uh, their home record. Mm. I mean, they're they're fourteen and fourteen away, and they're twelve and fifteen at home. If they can correct that, and they can get, let's say, four out of the six games in the homestand against the Cubs and the Mariners, mm-hmm. and let's get back to five hundred, and, and let's uh, start playing ball, man. Yeah, uh, this team. Yeah, go ahead, Lee. No, I'm good. I mean, I just want your response yeah. on my call. Yeah, for sure. Lee, appreciate the call. Um, you know, look, I, I think you make a good point about the home record. Um, they're 12-15 and 15 at home this year, although, remember, and I believe I'm doing the math in my head quickly right now. Yeah, it does. The home record, though, what I just said, 12 and 15, that actually includes the two games in Mexico City. So they're actually 10 and 15 at home without the two wins in Mexico City. So, look, they've got to play better at home. The crowds have been unbelievable. The support that all of you have showed at Petco Park, I mean, I've said it so many times. It's it's amazing. Selling out the place, just, you know, begging for something to cheer about. And at times, yeah, it's been tough. They haven't given you a whole lot to cheer about at home, but that's a that's a good point by Lee. You would love to see this team start to play better at home, and obviously they have a, a great opportunity to do that uh, here uh, in the coming week or so, beginning tomorrow. Let's go to Kathy, who's calling in from L.A. Hi, Kathy. Hey, Sammy. Um, can we make Sanchez a permanent DH? <laughs> Well, you know, Kathy, it's an interesting point, right? Because the way the Padres did it here today was they caught Austin Nola and they had Sanchez DH. And look, that could be something we see more of moving forward. Um, You know, might make it a little bit complicated if you need to, for whatever reason, have somebody else catch during the game. But the, the Padres need offense. They need power. They need runs scored. And you know what? As long as Gary Sanchez is providing that, he's got to play. So, uh, you know, there there may be additional days. Like, today was a day, right, where, where and I know Nelson Cruz apparently is dealing with a little injury. I can't quite recall what Bob Melvin said in the post game. We're going to replay it for you. But today was a day where, yeah, Austin Nola is going to catch today because uh, day game after a night game, that's, that's just how it goes. But... You know, Padres put Sanchez at the DH spot, and it paid off in a big way. So I, I don't think it's crazy, Kathy, that you could see Sanchez, whether he's behind the plate or in a DH role, uh, getting in the lineup most days here. Well, yeah, it's nice because, I mean, I know he – I don't know if this was in fact that he wasn't used to catching that snell or whatever happened last night or at the end of the game with Hater, that he wasn't used to the whole team dynamic with that misplay at home. So he might be a better DH than he is a catcher. Yeah, we'll see. Look, I, I think just from the offensive perspective, and, and Kathy has always appreciate the call, from the offensive perspective, you know, he's been great so far. It's three games. I don't, I don't want to get too crazy, but this team is in need of offense and guys who can drive in runs and hit home runs. That's no secret right now. So whether it's as a DH, if you want to do it that way, whether it's as a, a guy behind the plate, Daisy catches, I mean, I would not be shocked at all. I mean, I would expect that Gary Sanchez will be behind the plate tomorrow. So we'll see. 
Um, but he's been great so far. Three games. I don't want to get too crazy with a three-game sample size, but he's been terrific so far. And right now, he's got to be in that lineup the way he's producing, right? Let's go to Jamie, who's calling in from San Ysidro. Hi, Jamie. Sandy Laz, how's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. Nice little road trip, two out of three. That's not bad. It'd be great if Sanchez carries that on. But every good team, the Dodgers or the Yankees or whoever, has a run during the season of, you know, 10 games straight wins, 12 out of 14 wins, 14 out of 16. That's what I'm waiting for. It's one of our, one of our streaks to do that. We're right back in there and we're set. And every good team needs to do that if you're going to go somewhere. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Jamie, and, and appreciate the call. No, you're right. Look, this was a great win. Tuesday was a great win, but the Padres, let's be honest, they've worked themselves into a situation now where they've got to go on a run. I mean, even with this win today, they're four games below 500. They've got to go on a run here, and um, look, we'll see how they do over this uh, over the weekend against the Cubs in this series, but... You know, they still have to, I guess, click on all cylinders for an extended period of time. It's something we talked about after yesterday's game. I got a phone call and we were talking about uh, how this team just for an extended stretch is not clicked altogether. So we'll see. Uh, Look, five and four after a nine game road trip. There's no doubt. And I'm confident in saying this now. There's no doubt that the offense has been better. It has been. You look at this road trip, 5.7 runs per game. Was it uneven at times? Games where they barely scored, games where they scored a lot? Yeah. But if you go back even a game or two farther to that Sunday against the Red Sox, they have scored more. And they have been a little bit better with runners in scoring position. But look, there's no secret that it has to now be for an extended stretch. And this is a good month to do it. Look, the Cubs have not played well lately at all. Uh, They're not playing nearly as well as they were when the Padres saw them in Chicago in April. You have four against the Cubs. Here's the month, the month of June for the Padres. Four against the Cubs, two against the Mariners, three against the Rockies, three against the Guardians, three against the Rays, three against the Giants, or check that, four against the Giants, three against the Nationals, three against the Pirates, one against the Reds. You know, it's, it's a little bit of a mix there. I mean, Mariners are are good. Um, haven't played super well, but they've got a, a lot of talent. You know, Rockies, last place team in the division. Got to be a team the Padres can beat. Guardians, again, an AL Central team that's been okay. We know the Rays have been the best team in baseball. Giants have been fairly good so far. But again, if the Padres are the team we think they are, they got to, I mean, they got to win a lot of these series. Nationals, not one of the better teams. Pirates, Got off to a hot start, have not played nearly as well for a while now. Reds have played okay. But again, we're not talking about the Dodgers and the Braves and uh, the Mets and, you know, whatever upper-tier team in the National League you want to talk about. There are winnable games in the month of June, and we'll see if the Padres can put together a good month. That's what it's about right now. This one game's great. And certainly a, a lot of great signs, but to, to uh, you know, uh, Jamie's point there on the call, you know, you got to have an extended stretch now, and the goal should be first getting back to 500 and then going way past it. We'll see if they can uh, continue the momentum they created here today in Miami into tomorrow's game against Chicago. Much more to come on that series coming up against the Cubs. We'll also take a look at the full out-of-town scoreboard and much, much more to come as we wrap this one up from our San Diego studios. More to come on our post-game show after this on the Padres Radio Network. This is Fernando Tatis Jr. You're listening to Padres Baseball on Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, the Padres 10 and the Marlins 1. On this Thursday afternoon is the Padres win 2 of 3 against the Miami Marlins. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Great to have you with us on this Thursday afternoon. We do have some more time here, an extended edition of our postgame show, although not all that extended. We usually go about an hour. We uh, have about an hour and 20 minute 
post-game show here today. We do have Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. They're waiting for you. 2 p.m. Gwen and Chris, full four hours. It's been uh, very rare as of late that uh, Ello and Scraby have had a full uh, four hours. Of course, uh, Tony as well uh, in that group. But uh, Tony on the way back to San Diego with the Padres for uh, the start of a homestand tomorrow. More on that homestand coming up a little bit later. All right, we're going to do a few things before uh, 2 p.m. here. We're going to go back through the highlights one more time because uh, at this point we did it an hour ago. So for anybody just joining us, we'll go back through the uh, radio highlights, how this game went down. We'll hear from Bob Melvin one more time from Miami, and uh, we'll continue to break this one down. If you want to squeeze in a phone call, you can do that. Phone number is always 833-288-0973. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Well, both relievers that appeared in this game for the Padres did great work. Ruth Carlton, two scoreless innings. Tom Cosgrove, a 1-2-3 ninth inning with a strikeout. So who do you go with? Well, we'll go with Drew Carlton. He threw two. Cosgrove threw one. Both guys were scoreless. So Drew Carlton will be our relief pitcher of the game. Two scoreless innings. Did a good job making sure the Padres did not need really anybody else aside from Tom Cosgrove out of that bullpen. And uh, certainly a good outing for Drew Carlton, who, by the way, has quietly been really good in his early Padre career. Carlton so far, four appearances, eight innings and a third, just one earned run given up, 108 ERA. So add Drew Carlton to the list of guys who have come up in this bullpen and pitched well. He's one. Tom Cosgrove is another that's come up and pitched really, really well. So credit to Drew Carlton, what he did here today in this 10-1 to win for San Diego. Now let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game in this one here today. We have, I suppose, some options. Fernando. Three for four, three doubles, four RBIs. Gary Sanchez, two for four, the home run, three RBIs. Even Joe Musgrove, six innings, no earned runs given up. Who do we go with? You know what? Because of last night, I'm giving it to Gary Sanchez. Sanchez, the home run in the fourth inning, two-run single, a part of that seven-run sixth inning here today. Gary Sanchez, all in all, two hits, three RBIs, two runs scored. The home run is second in as many days. We'll give it to Gary Sanchez, and I'll tell you why also because of this. Yesterday, if the Padres win that game one nothing, and Sanchez's home run is the only run of the game, guess what? Gary Sanchez, our player of the game. So Gary Sanchez almost had one stolen from him yesterday. So we'll make it up today. Gary Sanchez, our player of the game. We'll take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard in just a little bit, so stay tuned for that. I do want to uh, go back to some of the things that we've already done here on the post-game show for for listeners that are just tuning in right now. Maybe you missed uh, the Padres game and and you want to catch up. Let's uh, go back through some of the highlights. Padres trailed 1-0 in the top of the fourth inning for uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. at the plate. Hassan Kim on third base. Infield in for the fish against Tatis, and Fernando lines one to right center field. That'll do. Sanchez not going to get there, and it hops over the fence for a rule book double. Probably would have been three for Fernando, but he'll take the RBI two base hit, and back-to-back doubles here in the fourth inning. Padres have tied it one-to-one. Brandon Dixon gave the Padres the lead later in that inning with a sack fly. Padres still led two-to-one in the fifth inning when Gary Sanchez went deep again. Here's a 3-2. Sanchez hits it in the air to left field. De La Cruz is back. He's at the wall. Gary did it again. 
Second consecutive game with a home run for Gary Sanchez. He now has more home runs this year than any other Padre catcher. And the pods add on three to one here in the fifth. And then that seven run top of the sixth inning. There were runners on second and third base with one out for Brandon Dixon against Marlins reliever Matt Barnes. Long pause now. The pitch, and that's lined into center field. A base hit. Tatis again started back. Now he'll come home and score. Davis's throw cut off behind the mound. And an RBI single for Brandon Dixon, who has driven in two. And the Padres lead it 4-1. to one. Jake Cronenworth was next. And Cronenworth breaks his back, grounds it up the middle. That'll go into center field and a base hit. Bogarts comes in to score. Dixon on his way to third. And Jake's first hit of the series, an RBI single to make it 5-1 here in the sixth. So the Padres were in the midst of a big rally. Gary Sanchez kept it going. And Sanchez hits it on the ground up the middle into center field and a base hit. Dixon has scored. Cronenworth's on his way. He will score. A two-run single for Gary Sanchez, who has had quite a series in Miami. And the Padres open it up 7-1 here in the sixth. Padres would load the bases against Barnes. Brian Hoeing entered to replace him. He faced Fernando Tatis Jr. Hoeing set the pitch. And Fernando hammers it down the left field line. That's a fair ball going all the way to the corner. Sanchez has scored. Nola has scored. On his way, Hassan Kim, he will score. Fernando standing at second with a three-run double. And the Padres have broken it wide open. 10-1 here in the sixth. Those were the highlights from that seven-run sixth inning as the Padres go on to win it by the final of 10-1 to in the rubber game of this three-game series. All right, we heard from Bob Melvin earlier today, but uh, that was about an hour ago at this point. So let's play Bob Melvin's post-game press conference one more time. Here was the post-game reaction from the skipper after this win in Miami. Bob, that's something you've been looking for where you start the struggle, get one time through the order, and going. I'm pleased were you with the fourth inning on. Yeah, our approach was, was great. I mean, that's a pretty good pitcher out there. You know, and we had a certain approach that we stuck to, even though it didn't work for the first three innings today. And then we got some guys on base and, you know, we're moving guys, moving them over. We're getting them in. We're not trying to hit homers. We're just trying to move the line and, and put together good at bats and make them work. And, you know, it's, like I said, pretty good pitcher that started out well. Usually he gets on a roll after he starts all out well, and our, our approach was pretty consistent the whole day. What did you like about this trip? It was just five and four, but the offense trended upward. What did you particularly like? That we had some games where we had, you know, what were we six for fourteen runners in scoring position today, but also moving guys over and getting into position where guys were in RBI positions. So sometimes it's not the sexiest thing in the world, but one of the biggest at bats of the game was Bogarts when. You know, he moves guys over to second and third, and all of a sudden the line, we don't have to hit a ball hard. All we got to do is really touch it with the infield in, and, you know, ended up kind of snowballing for us. I think with the start you got off to the minute scoring position, there was always going to be some regression to the mean. How much of this is that? How much of it is that shift in kind of I hope it's a big shift because, you know, the numbers for us have been really bad, and we have guys that have, you know, knocked guys in all year. I mean, their whole career. So you would think... And again, we have to sustain it. Um, that once it, the, the the doors open, hopefully it's a floodgate. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from inside the clubhouse after this 10-1 win for the Padres against the Marlins. Before we go, let's take a look at the full out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Not a lot of games today around the major leagues, but the games that have ended already. Mets beat the Phillies 4-2 in New York. Mark Canna, a home run in that game for the Mets. Blue Jays beat the Brewers 3-1 in Toronto. Bo Bichette and Matt Chapman had home runs in that game. We have one game going on right now. Rockies leading the Diamondbacks 1-0 in Arizona in the fifth inning. Games coming up, Reds at the Red Sox at 410, Guardians at the Twins at 440, and the Angels at the Astros at 510. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Thursday in the Major Leagues. Taking a look at tomorrow's action.
First pitch at home at Petco Park, game one of a four-game series against the Chicago Cubs at 640. Arico Water SoCal Padres pregame show will begin at 540. Right-hander Michael Waka on the mound for the Padres. Right-hander Jamison Tyon on the mound for the Cubs. Again, our pregame coverage from the Western Metal Building at Petco Park begins at 540. Taking a look at the final totals in this game here today. For the Padres, 10 runs, 11 hits, one error, they left on four. For Miami, one run, four hits, no errors, they left on four as well. Winning pitcher was Joe Musgrove, who improves to three and two. Losing pitcher was Jesus Lizardo, who drops to four and four. Time of game, two hours and 27 minutes. And the crowd at Lone Depot Park in Miami, 8,405. As always, if you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen to all of it on the Inside San Diego Baseball podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you hear your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator, Matty Rhodes, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long. Again, the final score, the San Diego Padres 10 and the Miami Marlins 1. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.